0: Hello boys and girls, I'm Aaron Brown, and I just wanted to talk about it. Alright guys, what's going on? Episode 3 of I Just Want to Talk About It. So far, so good. Having a lot of good feedback from this. Uh, A lot of people are enjoying this. I've actually had a lot of people want to contribute to it, want to be on the show later on, and that's that's pretty awesome to me. Um, again, it's kind of crazy because I didn't think anyone was really going to listen to this, but you guys are enjoying it, so I'm going to keep making them. To start off, I kind of want to talk about uh, how, this is, how this is becoming my new captain's log. And for those of you that don't know what the captain's log is, oh boy. I kind of have to explain this to people now because I don't... I don't do it often. The captain's log um was something I did in high school whenever I got bored. And I have to explain this because it's such a big part of how I just started like communicating these stories and stuff to people. Like I last year I was um talking to this girl and we had been talking about a month and I referenced my book and she was like, "Wait, you have a book?" Which, then I had to sit here and try to break down what the captain's log was. And that's, it was really hard to explain it to her. So, I'm going to explain it to you now. So, basically, the captain's log, for me, uh, whenever I was in high school, I was really big into Twitter. I was a Twitter fiend. So, the captain's log was, basically, if you were to put every single one of my tweets that I would have tweeted, minute by minute into one long uh collection of just thoughts the entire school day. Cause I was really good in high school. Um I could finish school at my own pace and I would get to school about nine o'clock and I'd be done with everything by nine thirty. And I have to be there till twelve o'clock. So from nine to twelve o'clock, nine thirty, I would just kinda look busy. But I would periodically just be talking about what was happening around me at school. Because it was a very interesting school. So I would talk about things like, um, yeah, this kid just sneezed in the teacher's face. Or I'd say, uh, that girl just cheated off that test. Didn't think we were going to notice, but we did. That kind of stuff. So it was just a lot of that kind of thing. Um, I've since done it in different situations, like I've done it on plane rides and stuff, I've done it on different kind of trips or when I'm just sitting waiting places, but I don't do them very often anymore. And I feel like that's kinda of what this has become is just me talking about things going on around me, just life in general, current things. So it's kinda of, it's kinda of interesting this so why I bring this up is how I started out just talking about these things on a note had on my phone and now here we are doing a podcast and it's funny because I was gonna do a podcast version of my book I was gonna call it the log cast I made a whole thing about it and then I just never followed through so that's one where people were telling me to make this podcast I was like because mm, I had already tried this and I didn't follow through with it but here I am following through it's funny I actually went back to my school these uh these last few months I went back for something and they were just talking about you know kids that are there now and stuff and it was interesting one of the teachers was saying how this kid this little kid he's not little anymore but he was a little when I went there he they had like talked about me at some point and he was like, oh yeah, Aaron, the last time we had any real fun in the school. And that kind of just interested me. Because this is a kid I never talked to, I never really spoke to, I didn't really know. But here he was, was this little kid. He was just kind of watching me. And he, I guess he found it funny, like the things I was doing. He was kind of looking up to the, the comedy bits I was doing at school. But it just kind of brings up this kind of point that I wanted to talk about. Just how strong your influence is without you knowing sometimes. You know, you, you have to be careful what you put out there. You have to be careful, you know, what you're saying or how you betray yourself because you don't know who's watching. You don't know who is taking in what you're doing and, you know... One day, we'll try to, you know, put his own spin on it, maybe. It's just, it's crazy that, like, this, again, like, I'm just saying, I was, I'm still kind of, like, baffled by it, because it was just this random kid, but the fact that he said that, it just kind of put my life into perspective. That's why I'm so careful, like, what I say and what I do. So that's, that's not just me. I feel like I'm just saying everyone that has any kind of influence You have to really watch what you say and stuff because you never know who will copy you and look up to you someday. But enough of this serious talk. That's not what we're here to talk about. Um, So when I was at the school, I used to do this thing. So I would get bored, like I said, at school, and I used to just write my name on the table. And my name would be all over the school, all over tables and stuff. Just little it's just etched in the tables with its pencil which you could easily erase it but it was just kind of like it was this game I had like I'd write on a table and then like the next day they'd erase it and then I put another one on there it was fun so by my 11th grade year going into my 12th grade year uh they were like no more writing on tables like you have to stop this you can't do this anymore like people are doing a pen because again with the influence thing People were doing the same thing. They were writing their name next to my name, but they were using like pen and like marker and that that doesn't come off. So my last week of school, I found out that if you take the eraser and like really rub it on the table, you can rub away some of the dirt that was on top of the table. Not that the tables like super dirty, but they were like plain white tables and every single day people be on, they get kinda get kinda gross even though they clean them every day. Anyway, if you rubbed on them really hard, you kind of rub away this layer, and it would be, like, really white underneath. So that's how I got away with writing on the tables. I was just erasing my name to the table, and they couldn't get mad at me because I was cleaning the tables. So whenever I went back a few months ago, while I was sitting there talking to them without them knowing, I was etching my name into the table again. And I would love to see the reaction on that Monday morning, walking in, looking down at the table, and seeing my name one last time. We wasted a lot of time at that school. I remember one day specifically, and Broderick lives for this story, like for real, for real. Um, So there's this really funny picture of Nick. It's this, it's super old, it's this black and white picture of him. And it's super zoomed into his face, and he's doing this like really creepy face. So anyway, we printed it out, and then we printed out another one, and then we printed out another one, and printed out another one, and we put them all over the school. There was one underneath the toilet seat. There was one on the ceiling fan. There was one in the library. It w- they were everywhere, and for some reason, we found like it was the funniest thing ever. Uh, Broderick still has the picture framed to this day. I don't know why he loves that story so much. It was just the fact, like, every single time you went somewhere, you would see Nick's face. It was pretty funny. I feel like a lot of our jokes at the school were just, like, printing out pictures and putting them places. So my second-to-last Christmas there, uh, that's when Zane still went there, you were supposed to make a ornament for our community school tree so because it's me zane and i printed out i'd say about 10 pictures of me and made ornaments out of them and put them all over the tree at the end of the day i took all of the ornaments but one of them that they still put on the tree to this day i might add and i love that to death so i I left one ornament of myself on the tree took let's say nine The rest of the nine home and every single house that I went to during that holiday season I would leave one of my ornaments on their tree and just wait for them to find out it was this fun little game that I played by myself and nobody else knew about I'm kind of similarly doing the same thing now with the magnets that I have I when I go to people's houses I put a magnet of myself on their fridge and see if they notice these are the things that I find joy in I'm kind of a weirdo, but it's cool. Moving on now, please. So there's this one time at work. Uh, I had gone into window, and this lady pulled up. And I handed her her unsweet tea. It was a medium. And she looked at me and went, Um, this was supposed to be a large. And I was like, alright. So I looked back at the drinks person and said, Hey, I need a large unsweet tea at the window. I turned around to get the food. And whenever I go to turn back, I had bumped the large unsweet tea. It fell on the floor. And the lady looked at me and was smoking a cigarette and went, Sorry. And I don't think she was. I don't think she was sorry. To this day, I, whenever I tell the story, I don't think she was sorry. She looked at me and went, Sorry. And I don't know. No. Like, she she was glad I dropped that. Because we got our order wrong. And she... Mm, I'm still mad about that. I, whenever, um... I kind of like say something sorry not sorry I do the same thing I put like a little fake cigarette up to my mouth and go sorry it's kind of this inside joke that now all of you are in so you're welcome welcome to my inside joke hour with Aaron Brown that's not actually what we're doing here I'm just saying a few days ago we had a lady because her order was too large uh, it would take a little bit holding up the window so we just parked her in the uh, parking spot you know, where else are you going to park them? So anyway, I put all of her food into this really big bag. And I walk out to the car and was like, here you are, ma'am. All of the food's in there. I bagged it personally. And she goes, so all of it's in there. I don't have to check. And I went, um, do you trust me? And she looked at me and was like, all right put the food down, and drove away. And I was like, is that, is it just that easy? Just give her confidence and they don't care? Because I can get behind that. Just, hey, do you trust me? And then she was just cool with it. I could have gotten that entire order wrong, but the fact that I asked, hey, do you trust me? It worked out. So this morning I got to work and I sat down in the booth. I got there a few minutes early and I got a text on my phone. And it was this girl that I work with. And she just said, help me, please. And I was, she was sitting, like, across the, uh, the dining room. So I could see her. And I was like, are you good? And there was this new guy sitting with her. And she was like, help me. he won't leave me alone. And I just kind of let her sweat for a little bit. Uh, I was letting her finish her food. And I was thinking, I was like, oh, how do I get her out of this? And I went, oh, I got it. So I texted her. I said, okay, I have a foolproof plan. Just get ready for it. And she said, okay. So I get up from the booth. I pretend to walk all the way to the back. And then I walk back up front. And I walk up to the booth and said, hey, they really need you in the office right now. And she was like, oh, okay. And I said, oh, yeah. And they got that rash cream for you. And then just walked away. And she came back to the office. And we were just like, rash cream? And I thought it was very funny. She didn't find it very funny. I found it quite humorous. But, you know. It'd be like that sometimes. So I work with this lady. Um, She works in the back. And the other day, she came up to me and she was like, Oh, hey, Aaron. I said, well, hey. And she goes, I saw your cute little butt on Facebook the other day. And I looked her in the eyes and went, Who posted a picture of my butt on Facebook? She didn't find that very funny, but it's okay. Oh, I feel like I need to tell the story about Mr. Brick. So Mr. Brick... This started all the way back in December. So in December, we had our work Christmas party. And we did a dirty Santa type thing. This is gonna sound really weird. Uh, (laughs) We have this one kid that works there. I'll talk about him at a later date. But we also have a manager, obviously. And the manager and this kid have this love-hate relationship because this kid is like the smartest person you'll ever meet and you can't win against him and the one manager knows it and they're like arch frenemies that they just go back and forth all day. It's the funniest thing. So the kid got a gift and the gift was a cereal box and inside the cereal box was a brick. So just to stick it to him, the manager went over and stole the brick from him just so he could say he stole something from this kid. So every single subsequent day after that, he would bring the brick into work. It's just like, this is my prize brick. This is my, like, this is it. This is what I stole from him. So after, let's say, about two weeks, we decided to give him a name. His name is Mr. Brick. And then we gave him a smiley face. And then we leave him in drive-thru. And that's where he stays and i don't do it anymore but for the longest time before every single lunch i would pick up the brick and walk around the room and make everybody rub the brick for good luck and i feel like i need to do that some more now but now we have his own special uh, shelf where he sits on and then if you flip him around he has a frowny face for when he's angry it's pretty great i'm a pretty calm presence at work i don't really get stressed out very easily I don't really get angry. That's just not really my jam. There was one time where I got angry at work. And it haunts me every single day. So when I was first learning to bag for drive through in the middle of lunch rush, there was just this really bad rush I got. I got handed just a bad team. I had a person that didn't really know how to do window in window. I had somebody outside running food that didn't know how to run food. It was just... It was stressful, and both of them were getting confused by each other, and it was just, it was awful. So anyway, at the peak of this frustration, this guest, who I think is all the way down the line still, because the way we are doing it is we are getting three cars out at a time. So even though I was giving food, that guest could be three cars back, and that's where I thought this guest was. So this person asked for an unreasonable amount of sauce, And I know for a fact I put all that sauce in there because I was literally just, like, scooping it into the bag. So, again, I think the guest is all the way down the line still. And the person that's outside, who doesn't really know what they're doing, went, hey, they said the sauce is in the bag. I said, I put it in there. I know for a fact I did. And he said, well, they said it's not in there. And I said, tell them to look harder. And yelled it. And it was super mean. And that guest was at the window right next to me and they heard the whole thing. They looked in the bag afterward. It was in there. They found it. And I felt so terrible. I thought I was going to get in so much trouble. I literally went and talked to like six people about it after. I went and talked to the owner about it. I felt awful. And that is the only time I have ever raised my voice out of anger at work. And I regret it every day. So in my last podcast, when I was talking about going to Disney World, there is a Disney World story from last year that I'm so mad that I neglected to talk about. So last January, I went to Disney with some friends and my brother. And we were in Epcot in the France Pavilion. And this mother, I don't even know what was happening, but this is all I heard and saw. She looked at her kid and said, don't touch the plant Stanley he was like touching some shrub or something and she yelled at him because he was touching some plant and the kid just fell to the g- he like literally just squatted on the ground and like covered his face and was like crying because his mom was like Stanley don't touch the plant and it was the saddest thing I have ever seen in my entire life it was tragic So that's another inside joke that you guys are a part of now. Don't touch the plant, Stanley. It's so sad, but so funny. That trip was pretty funny because most of that group had fast passes. And I did not, and neither did my brother. So what I would do is I would go up to the fast pass thing with the magic band. And I wouldn't act like, oh, my fast pass isn't working. I would just sit there and slam my wrist against the little scanner thing until the uh, cast member got annoyed by me and would let me on the ride. Like, it wasn't even like I was acting like, oh, man, I wonder why this isn't working. No, i just sit there and slam my wrist against the counter until they'd let me in. That's one way of doing it. I don't recommend it, but you know. It was funny. At one part of the trip that I went on last summer, I was by myself. So I went and saw Mickey by myself just for the picture. But I don't know if any of you have gone and seen Mickey in a while, you know, within the past 10 years or so. It's a weird experience if you're not a child because the cast members are really into it and everyone else is really into it, but you just kind of want the picture with the Mickey. But they're like wanting you to play the part and everything and you're like, hey... I'm 18 years old, and I just want a picture with this man in a costume. Please, please don't make me do this. But you do it anyway, because it's Disney World, and you just got to do it sometimes. So I was actually looking back at my Twitter the other night. I was looking back at old tweets from when I was in school, and (laughs) there was this little bit of dialogue that I posted and it was this little kid that came up to me and said, hey, do you have a girlfriend? I went, no. And he goes, so you're just going to be gay then? And I said, don't put words in my mouth, Junior. And that was the whole conversation. That's just a summary of what my school was like. It was funny. The other day, uh, this lady was asking me what school I went to that knew Nick and I. She said, uh, what school did you go to? And I said, oh, we went to uh, CIAS And she said, oh, um, do you think I should send my kids there? And I went, well, you know, Nick and I went there. So if you want your kids to end up like Nick and I, sure. She didn't answer me. And I feel kind of offended by that. But I get it. Okay, has anyone here seen Jaws 3? Jaws 3 is probably... The best movie I have ever seen. It is the funniest freaking movie ever. Basically, in summary, I keep using that word, but whatever. Um, In summary, Jaws 3 is a promotional video for SeaWorld. But if a promotional video made you not want to go to the place, it's so funny. And it's starting, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dennis Quaid. Which, you know, is the best actor of our entire generation. My favorite part of the movie is at one point they're in this, like, underwater, like, viewing tank. And Jaws or whatever his name is, Charlie, James, whatever, is coming at the the people. And they're running away, but they're just shoving this one girl against the glass. And she's just screaming her face out. And it's the funniest scene of all cinematography history. And, yeah, I suggest watching it immediately if you have the means. Alright, now, before we go, our separate ways, our worlds apart, our hearts broken in two, two, two. Um, I have to talk about a dinner that I went to last night. So last night, I went out to dinner with a whole bunch of my friends, and I did a very adult thing. I called Cheddar's for a reservation, I called in because no one else. They were just gonna show up with a party of like twenty, and that doesn't work that way. So I called in Cheddar's. I was like, "Hi, party for twenty, uh, Aaron Brown," and they were like, "Awesome, yeah, we got we got your uh, reservation all set for six o'clock." So we get there, and we're just a giant group at this Cheddar's already. So they're pretty they're pretty over us already. We're this loud, rambunctious group and it's going fine um the lady kept getting on to us because we were trying to decide where we wanted to sit so a lot of people were moving around a lot and she didn't care for that at all she was like if you move around you're gonna be end up paying for someone else's meal and that's not good for anybody so stay put and we're like okay so um so two of the people there we didn't know. Like, somebody in the group had invited them. So, these two people are sitting next to each other. And the girl... There was a girl and a guy. And the girl was getting, like, quieter and quieter as the dinner was going. Like, this is within the first 30 minutes. So, within the first 30 minutes, she's getting quieter and quieter. And then she just gets up and leaves. Just completely. And her friends don't know where she went. No one knows what's going on. So... About ten minutes pass, and one of the girls that know her get up and go after. Her. So we go outside, and then they come back. And the girl that we didn't really know looks at the guy, and goes, "My mom is coming, and she's about to cuss you out in front of all these people. She's about to lose it. You've messed up. You've messed up." And all of us are just like, "What is happening? What? What's going on right now? Like, what the heck is happening?" So, like, we're in the middle of these cheddars, and this crap's going down, and all we want is just a quiet dinner, but, like, the waitress hates us, we're this giant group, she's already yelled at us, and now, like, this woman is coming to yell at this guy, and it's getting crazy. It's getting so crazy. So then, um... Nick, he starts panicking because he's like, we're going to get thrown at this Cheddar's, like, it's crazy, and I'm, I'm low-key freaking out because, like, we've already had this kind of, like, rough experience already, and this reservation's under my name, and, like, this lady's about to come in and yell at this boy, I'm going to get blacklisted from this Cheddar's. So I look over at this guy, and I'm like, hey, um, not to be, like, a jerk, but could you and he goes take it outside and I was like yeah if you could take this outside that'd be wonderful so then I get up to go to the bathroom and as I'm getting up to go to the bathroom this dude knocks over a drink it spills all over this other girl and I'm just like oh my god like we're gonna get thrown at the shutters so I go to the bathroom and I come back and the girl and the guy are gone they're completely gone I was like oh no it's happening so he comes back they both sit down and it's like totally fine for the rest of the night And I look over at the girl. I was like, did he get cussed out? And she was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So the rest of the night was pretty fun. Um, So (laughs) it's funny. As this was happening, my friend Cole looked over at me and was like, wow, you're going to have a lot of content for that podcast. So shout out to Cole. Love you, bud. So it's funny. My friend Kaleem, though, was sitting there eating nachos the whole time, having a great time. And after he ate ate the entire thing of nachos... He informs us all that he's lactose intolerant. I don't know what he's doing, but he was thriving, so I just wanted to talk about it. So, anyway, uh, after that, we go to Marble Slab, and the dude goes home. So, we're almost done with our ice cream, and I was like, oh, yeah. So, I look at the girl and was like, what the heck was going on? And this dude was like low key harassing her all through this meal, and no one knew about it. And then the mom came, cussed him out, and we all went home happily ever after. Okay, one more, one more before I leave. So the other night, uh, this, that, so yesterday was Sunday when that happened. So on Saturday, my friend Jason and I went to a dinner. So, no, pause. We went to a movie and we were meeting up with a group. And we called the people and like, hey, we're here. And they went, uh, we're at Buffalo Wild Wings right now. And we're like, wow, thanks for the invite. So we head over to the Buffalo Wild Wings, and only one guy's there. Only one of the guys are there. And we sit down, and we have a conversation. It's totally fine. We're, we're just having fun. And then his girlfriend and two friends come in with her. And this is, like, in a booth. So there's the two couples, and then my friend Jason and I. So that's six people in a four booth. So my friend Jason's on the end with a chair, and I had to squeeze in with our friend and his girlfriend. And it was the most awkward thing I have ever been a part of. So we were, like, laughing and having a good time before all these people got here. They got there, and it just went silent. And we were on our phones, and it was the most awkward thing ever. So my friend Jason looks over at me, and, like, he texts me. He's like, we got to get out of this. Like, this is so awkward. So he tells me, he goes, um, so he lived like right next to his Buffalo Buffalo Wild Wings. And he's like, hey, uh, Aaron and I have to run to the house before the movie starts. Uh, We'll just meet you there. So we get up and start to leave. And I look over at him and I was like, I don't want to go back to your house. I was like, do you just want to sit in the car until the movie starts? And he was like, yeah, we can do that. So we sit in his car for 15 minutes just to get out of this awkward, awkward dinner, and um after like fifteen minutes, the guy calls, and he's like, "Hey, where are you guys?" And we're like, "Oh, we're we're coming back right now." And he goes, "Why'd you have to run home?" And I quickly, this was how good I am with excuses. um I pointed at uh, the glasses that I was wearing because I wasn't previously wearing the glasses, and Jason was like, "Oh, um, we had to run back to the house to get Aaron's glasses." He goes, "Oh, okay." And he goes, yeah, we're pulling in right now. So they all thought we went home, but we ditched this very, very awkward dinner. So yeah, I wrap it up there. Uh, Thanks for listening to this podcast when I talk about things that you don't care about. Come back next time to hear me say, I'm Aaron Brown, and you're not. (laughs)